Hello and welcome to Amplify with Purpose, where we dive into the strategies and stories that help businesses and individuals thrive by living and working with purpose. I'm Odette Beard, your host, and for today's discussion, we will be talking about intentional branding, a crucial element for any business that is looking to leave a lasting impact. With me, my regular host, Dr. Janine Dukabo, the visionary author behind Intentionality, and it is finished, her most recent book, and the leading voice in the world of branding. Welcome, Dr. Janine. It's an honor to have you on the show again today. Thank you, Odette. I'm excited about today's topic. It's something very close and dear to my heart when it comes to business. So I'm really excited to, to dive in and get going. I'm so glad to hear that. And on that note, I would love to just dive in. Can you explain to us what is intentional branding and why is it important? Awesome. So this morning while I was getting ready, I think about the subject really all the time. And I thought, let me go back to the roots. And I asked Siri, what is the definition of the word brand? Because obviously the thing that comes to mind first is when we brand an animal or a cow, right? So, so I was like, okay, what does the ING mean? Okay, that means we are in motion, busy doing it. But then anyway, so this is Siri's um, uh so this is what Siri is saying about branding is the action of marking with a branding iron. And then when I read it, I did, I didn't read the word iron. I read icon. So I read the action of marking with a branding icon. So you can just understand where my mind is, is icons and logos and, and all that kind of stuff. But it said exactly what it is supposed to say. Branding icon marking action branding action marking icon you know so and and that's what intentional branding is is taking a company and making a mark in the world with how you look with how you present yourself with how you come across the first thing i teach people when i speak about branding is if we take the word brand we're talking about the personality of the company that is the easiest way to explain it. Um, people buy from people. You know me yeah. to say that. People buy from people. So in order from, for people to buy from people, and that being your company, your company needs a personality like a person. So that is intentional branding. Is when you're looking intentionally into what, how do you dress as a company? How do you look as a company? How do you present yourself? How do you know, the presence, a person carries presence, but so does a company. When mm -hmm. you see um, an uh, Aquafresh advert or something like that, something shifts on the inside of you because you know that, you know, yes. you, you maybe you even use that. Take Coke as an example as well. When you see something with Coke or anything like that, something happens. Why? Because it connects with you because you've seen it for so long. And you have a certain perception about that company and that brand. It can be Nike. When you see Nike, when I see Nike, when I see anything sneaker, tacky, that, that's the kind of things I get excited because it's something that I love. I connect with that. So mm -hmm. what is it that you can intentionally do as a company 
so that other companies, but more importantly, other people can connect with your product, your personality, and then your company. So for those of you who are watching the video, you'll see a big fat smile on my face. And for those of you who are listening to the audio, you will hear a big fat smile on my face. Because Janine used that word that I really like, connect. And I 100% yeah. agree. We have to create an emotional connection with our customers. That is the important part of creating branding. You don't create branding because mm -hmm. it's pretty. I mean, yes, often it is pretty. But it's actually about connecting with a specific set of people who may be individuals or they could work for a company. Even the companies who buy from you, it's actually people who buy from you that work for that company. And when customers feel a genuine connection to a brand, it creates a sense of loyalty and trust that goes beyond the transactional relationship. I was speaking to um, a client yesterday who was telling me that they had to let go of a, another company, another service provider. And the service provider treated a conversation that actually could have been a really vulnerable conversation about flaws and stuff and how do we work together and figure it out because if you create a team if you know any of Stephen Covey's work you know it's storming norming forming and that's part of creating a team so teams can be created both between groups of people in an organization but also between groups of companies and these two companies could have created a really awesome team actually had they just respectfully addressed the storming, norming, forming phase, instead the service provider treated the customer in this instance with total disdain and pretended or acted at the very least like they were a child. Now, if, if uh, uh, any of you are adults, who you probably are, because <laughs> this is not content for children, you will know that it sucks to be treated like a child. And when you are treated like a child or you're treated like a number, you are very easy to walk away. Then it's not about, I care about you. It's not about, I want to see you succeed. It's about, this was a transaction and I'm done. And that's the problem. Quite often organizations create transactions as opposed to connections. And the first thing to create an emotional connection, that positive association with your brand is intentional branding. And your intentional branding is going to, like Janine said, if you think about Colgate or you think about Coke, if you think about Coke, you think about refreshment. And the reason why those two are synonymous is because Coke has intentionally branded themselves as you'll see them as a hot summer's day. They, you hear that I can hear in my head the, the opening of the Coke bottle or the clicking mm. of the can is <sighs> refreshment. And that's been done. Oh, my word consistently over a long period of time not once did coke say oh we're getting bored and i'm speaking to myself by the way not once did say coke say i'm bored with this refreshment vibe we no longer want to do it they did it consistently and then when they bought the product it is a consistent refreshment and therefore you've got an emotional connection with coke now janine i would love for you to just help us understand what is the difference between intentional branding and traditional branding? Because they're not the same. No, the, the easiest way to understand that is that intentional branding focuses on the customer and the customer's needs, mm -hmm. where traditional branding focuses on the company's needs and what is important to the company. 
Um, so that's the biggest difference is with marketing as we know it today, we've shifted that completely around. It's about the customer, it's about what they need, it's about what they want. I'm not saying what people always say is the customer is always right because I don't believe that. But I do believe if we focus our strategy around what is important to the customer, then our needs will be met as well as the customer's need. And obviously, you will have a good relationship with your customer. Your brand will be on top of their mind all the time. And when they think of you and your company, they will have a good feeling. And that is what branding can do for us. You mentioned Coke, and then I thought about another brand. I thought about Sprite because they're competitors. Because when we mm. often when we speak about branding, we um, the, like, how do I stand out then from the competitors? Because if everybody is trying to look good, then, you know, how am I going to, to, to look good but still stand out? For me, that is such a simple answer. Because my personality and yours is not the same. Odette is an amazing person, and, but the two of us are not the same person. Mm -hmm. I stand out in certain things and certain ways because I'm good with that. And mm -hmm. the same for Odette. She stands out and she's good with that. And going back to Coke, you said it, Coke refreshment, right? If I think mm -hmm. Sprite, I think it's going to take away my thirst because that's what they said over the years consistently. So where Coke has gone for refreshment, they've gone for thirst. Similar mm -hmm. companies, similar product, but so unique in the one thing that they are good with and that they are, that they are at. So if you look at your company and you look at other competitors in the market, there's something unique about you, your personality, and the reason that you started that business in the first place. You didn't start the business because you woke up one morning and was like, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a try. No, there was an idea. There was like a unique selling proposition. There was yeah. your value proposition. There was maybe a few years ago, a folder like this of a business plan that you yes. put together months and months of work of all that stuff. And that is the thing that puts you apart. You just have to find a very simple way to put it into a sentence and that's, and what's going to help you. And then. Yes. Now I just, I'd say consistency. You said it, it's yes. consistency because we often think with the brand, that every other post on social media must be different. Every other post on social media must be, you know, out there and trending and it must be viral and all that kind of stuff. But you're missing the mark in the sense of branding because now your customers has to get used to that design and that design and that design where the simpler you keep it, the easier it is for them to remember. And when you do change, you do it slightly. If you look at mm. um, Apple's logo, you, it's been changing for many, many years, but we hardly noticed until yeah. you go back and you see where it started and where mm. it is today. Then you're yes. like, oh my word. Now that is good branding. That is like yeah. personal growth in a brand, if you can call it anything. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you said because I often, I often say, business needs to be boring to be successful and then we think that the same does not apply to our branding exactly what you said because there's always someone who is advocating for 
fresh new looks and fresh new colors. And we should do a brand refresh. And you have to grab their attention. And these colors grab attention. And those things are all true in a vacuum mm. or in a specific context. But in the context of, and I think that's that's the aha for me, it's a long-term game. It's a long-term game and it's a long-term strategy. And I always talk about what is your 10-year mission. So if anyone does a strategy, we talk about what's the mission in 10 years. And I think when we think about branding and marketing, we don't often, especially not normal business owners without someone or someone like you guiding them, we don't think about what does this look like 10 years from now? We just go, oh, we've got to do this thing quickly. So therefore we do it. And then tomorrow we change our mind. We don't like it anymore. So we do something else. I think the other thing that stood out for me is the fact that um, you you need to create something simple that's consistent and recognizable. And there's actually this beauty to simplicity. Steve Jobs said, said it the best. Um, but it also creates efficiency for the business. If you don't have to, if your team, your outsource partner, your you as a business owner, if you're doing it yourself, if you don't have to continuously rethink and search Canva, because most of you use Canva, don't lie. I know that to be true. <laughs> most of you are searching Canva going, oh, where is the newest template? I wonder what this would look like. And there's that new little button that says magic create. Oh, my word. Magic create. So much fun. But it takes up time to sit there and wait for it. And then you change it. And by the way, that magic create is not on brand. It will use the same colors. It will use the same um, font templates, but it looks different. And I think it's what you said just now. Your customers need to recognize it and you need to get them to be used to it, which brings me to another fun fact, which is we are bombarded by, I don't know, 64 trillion bits of information every single day that we need to process. We don't take in everything. Your reticular activating system that recognizes a brand does not recognize every single thing that you see so if brands change the way they look every five minutes you will never recognize them because only after seeing something 16 to 26 times does your brain recognize it as significance and go oh i've seen this before but if you've changed your template from three days ago the other customers won't know and we're creating yep. this chaos for ourselves. And then we wonder, why do we have so much chaos? Yeah. Facebook, for instance, look at the big brands. They create one advert, one advert. And then they keep boosting that advert or keep advertising that advert on Facebook. But small businesses want to create an advert every single day. But the big brands does it once and they yeah. keep showing it. And you know what, when we, I almost want to say when we used to watch TV, but what I'm saying is when there used to be proper adverts on TV, right? Yes. When we used to watch ads. Yes. That's the same <laughs> advert. Not a different advert every yes, second right. day. The same advert came up yes. all the time. That's why we spoke about the chomp advert. That's why we yes. spoke about the Bernardo advert, because there was only one. Or there was yeah. only two, you know? So why on earth are we going out on social media and billboards and all that stuff? And we want to change this thing every second day. You will never um, cause that recognition factor 
to happen. Mm -hmm. And just on one of the things that you said with the logo, brand, a logo is obviously part of your brand, right? Mm -hmm. So when you do your logo, it's so important to, to take it. And I like simpler is better. I absolutely agree because your business will also grow. So you need to think, will I add divisions or other departments to my business in the future? If I do, how does it display on my logo? You can't create a different logo for every other division in your company. It needs mm. to be a similar logo just with the addition on, on that. Because you mm. want people to now recognize the group of companies within yes. your company. So when you're looking at a logo as an example, you need to look at, is it going to work on your website as well as what it's going to work on Facebook, as well as what's going to look on work on LinkedIn and your website and your letterhead and your presentations and, 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 and. Right. I mean, even to the point where if I embroidered, is it going to work? Or is there too much detail? It's going to get lost. Or when I want hmm. to do a screen print, will I still have that logo? Will it still work? You know, mm -hmm. you have to think of so many things, but we jump in and we want this one logo that shows an engineering company that does construction, platework, piping, all that stuff. And all those little emblems and things must be on that logo. It's totally unrealistic because you won't be able to use it within the next 10 years. If the industry changes completely, then, well, you're sitting with something that's irrelevant. So, you, you need to think about those things. Uh, brands speak. Brands speak. Mm. That's an important thing to remember. Because when somebody sees something about your brand, it talks to them. Mm. But in which way is it talking to them? So you need to decide from the beginning, what do you want your brand to say? When somebody mm. watches an advert, sees a reel, goes through a letterhead because there's a proposal on it or however you do it. Even an Excel spreadsheet can talk to a person. But yes. what do you want it to say? So how do you want it to connect with that person? And just think brand is relationship. You are starting a new relationship with a client. And what do you want it to say? What is the impact that you want it to make? And then work it back from there. That is, this, guys, I suggest that you go, Pause this, go and grab a pen and paper if you didn't have one because you thought this was just going to be a fun conversation and then come back and rewind and listen to that again because there is so much gold in there. If you have a business, you're planning to start a business, you have a group and you've got a marketing team and they're doing all kinds of cool marketing things but they're not answering those questions, I suggest that you send them this. Or if you are an individual who wants to think about how do you create your own personal brand all of those things apply to you too brand is not just business it's personal as well whether you're a teacher a student an exec a, someone who does the minutes in a meeting all of those people things every aspect of life has a brand and you get to choose what your brand looks like Janine it has been incredible speaking to you I love this like short hit rapid fire sessions would you mind just sharing with us your biggest takeaways that you would recommend the audience to walk away with today your brand has a story but you need to figure out what that story is going to be and what it's going to tell people 
find out where you started, where do you want to end, and tell your story through simple elements, whether it is through your marketing, whether it is through the core values of the company, even your vision and mission. Decide today what is the story that you want your company to tell and tell that story through your brand because your brand is the personality of your company. Love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Janine. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to Amplify with Purpose. Remember, the journey to impactful branding starts with intention. We hope that today's episode has inspired you to reflect on your brand's purpose. And in our next episode, we will talk about strategy, brand strategy, and putting it all together in terms of the customer experience and what that looks like. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel and join us next time as we continue to explore ways to amplify your impact in business and in life. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye now.